Welcome back to Altruism Theory, episode 13. And today I have a very special guest here with me, which is an NSF and he's a good friend of mine, which is with the same battalion as I am. So let's welcome uh, Chen Yu. Chen Yu, introduce yourself. So hi guys, I'm Chen Yu. I'm currently uh, 20 years old, turning 21. And yeah, I'm uh, currently serving NSF, but what I do right is uh, trying to explore ways to grow my wealth for the future uh, and especially when I come off of NS to explore what I want in life basically. Yeah. So I'm using the time in NS uh, trying to explore the many opportunities that life has to offer. Lah. So yeah, uh, not trying to waste my time during NS. Yeah. And also in this time, I'm trying to document my journey lah, in trying to find what I want to do after I get out of NS. Yeah. So many of you must be thinking, right, why did I have Chen Yu or Chen Yu uh, onto the show today with me? And I want to let you guys know is that the whole perspective is having someone that fresh, having someone that is, you know, very inexperienced, just like you guys, uh, brings uh, all the information and the knowledge to the micro, which is to the very foundation and to the basics of, uh, you know, wealth management and, you know, knowing your finances as, as well as, you know, how you can deal with, uh, you know, the lack of experience uh, in terms of age. And this is the reason why I bring Chen Yu here, you know, to share that perspective and, you know, so we can go on with a discussion and to see how, you know, can Chen Yu contribute to the, you know, the lack of experience and the perspective that we are going to discuss on today. So the topic that we're going to talk about today is about what have we learned during, uh, what have we learned during our NS? Because many people uh, these days, especially uh, the Singaporean boys, they feel that NS is a waste of time. Correct? Agreed. So many Agreed. people have this uh, perceived uh, thinking that, you know, NS is just a waste of time and they don't really benefit anything uh, in NS except for giving up their time and, you know, their future. So in today's podcast, which is very, very authentic to the Singaporean scene, we are going to discuss uh, what have NS actually taught us and also what are some of the things that uh, we can utilize from uh, what NS have you know, given us. So I have actually a few questions that I have laid out and some questions that my friends have asked me. So today, Chen Yu, you will have the privilege to, have, uh, to give your input on the perspective of these questions. Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. The first question that um, one of my friends asked me is that NS, what things that NS teach us that we can apply uh, in our daily lives? So for me, I feel that one thing that I am really, really appreciative about NS is that they taught us to cherish our time. All right. Because you see, every single time, right, right. we book out, correct or not? We book out, right? And we cherish our weekends. Compared to the past where we did not enlist, we haven't enlisted yet, right? 
I feel that it's a very different uh, perspective towards our weekends. Uh. Last time we used to yeah, treat our weekends for granted and now we cherish our weekends and you know, we spend our time with our family and especially for the first two weeks of my BMT, I feel that I went home and you know, I really sat down and talked to my parents a bit more, you know, more purposefully talk to my parents and spend more time. So I feel that uh, it taught me a very important lesson about cherishing time, you know, valuing your time for others also. So with that short amount of two weeks, uh, two weekends, right, you will choose who you spend your time with very wisely. Meaning, you know, those friends that not very important one, uh, if nothing much, I don't think you will want to spend more time with them lah, compared to, you know, the friends that, you know, you are really close with and then you plan to spend more time with them. I feel that uh, it teaches me how to value myself and as well as to choose uh, to spend my time wisely. Yeah. What about you, Sunny? Yeah, I think that's definitely one aspect lah, that we start to think of more important things we want to do with our time because we, once we get back home, especially from Monday to Friday, right, we only have like less than 48 hours of time that we can do with whatever we want. So definitely one thing for sure is to spend our time wisely yeah and the next thing i think we have learned uh i think for me personally it's a lot of about independence uh, learning how to do things uh learning how to be independent and not rely on my parents so much uh, yeah because once i go to ns right i definitely learned that and everything we had to do from scratch like maybe even wash your own clothes when you're inside and stuff like that so i definitely picked up that and also one thing I find that is once we mm. <clears throat> go into NS, right, uh, we, in a way, it's a, like a declutter for me. La. So I only bring the things that I need to NS. And I realize that, uh, I realize what is the things I need and what I don't need. So I can actually, one thing that's very good, right, is I can calculate my expenses very easily. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely, it helps la, like to see what you actually need. Yeah. Uh, to survive besides all your like the food that it cover the electricity bill the water bill I mean that one you can cover for yourself but yeah. the things is like your expenses is very straightforward you whatever you bring to camp is probably what you need to even live your daily life so yeah I think definitely like independence and helping me with my expenses yeah that helps out okay so hey, talking about expenses right so I actually have a question do you actually track your expenses what? Do you track your expenses? Like tracking it? Do you mm-hmm. track it? Like do you input your daily expenses somewhere? Uh, I do not have the exact amount but I have a list lah. Like roughly what a month I, mm-hmm. I spend on. Yeah. Also, you don't have mm-hmm. an exact amount, right? I don't have an exact amount. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that I recommend, okay, so for the benefit of you and the others is that, especially Nigel, if you know Nigel lah, right? Yeah, uh, I know. So one thing that uh, me and Nigel have discussed and something I've shared with him personally. So mm. our NS uh, our NS days, uh, especially right now, the amount of people talking about investment, the amount of people that's talking about, you know, wanting to make more money, right? It's a very, very common topic in, in army, especially within the NSS. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, thing that comes very often, investing, very often, but many people left out the the tracking my expenses part. You get what I mean? Because they don't have an exact yeah. number, right? How much they spend. So if you don't have an exact number, how much you spend, right? Then how can you protect your downside? 
they cannot see how they cannot prepare for their rainy day fund. So yeah. how how can you know exactly how much you need to set aside? Is to by tracking your expenses right one by one. Yeah. So actually, I, I have an app uh, that that I you know usually when I spend money, I will actually input it, and then I'll make sure that every single month, uh, I will be able to track how much I'm spending, and by doing that right, I can average out, and then I can set aside a sum of money. If you get what I mean. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're okay. saying your your aggravation, right? Meaning you're just you know, yeah. estimate, estimate, and then yeah, it's still it's not clear cut lah. Correct. Yeah. So it's not to the exact no, dollar ma. So when it's not to the mm. exact right, I think it'll cause uh this kind of confusion. Like for example, now you only have okay, so this is the problem is that when you have so little money and you can't really manage manage it, right? Just imagine when you have more money, the more you can't manage. So when you have small amount of money, right, it's super important to go to the micro to manage your cash. Like for example, or I spend let's say four hundred and thirty dollars every single month average out. Then I'm gonna save six months worth, and then that's when you know the excess of the six months worth save, right? You can go into investment using that. Yeah, so that's one question that Nigel personally asked me. He said, "Hey, Elson, I want to invest. I have a thousand dollars. Where can I invest?" Then I asked him, "The one thousand dollar, right? That you have set to invest, have you covered your expenses or not?" I asked um, him this first question. Yeah. Okay, I mean, and he's like, that was one of the recent episodes, right? First few, uh, I remember. Yeah. The first few episodes, yeah. So, you you know the the problem uh, is that they didn't really think about setting aside money, and I feel that this is a very important lesson for many people, is that they always forget to you know set aside money, and they end up they have to you know struggle when the market goes down or the market goes haywire not to the way they want it. Yeah. Mm, if you are yeah. looking to invest, like if next time people share with you, right, then they say, hey, I invest about uh, $20,000, $30,000. Then you ask them, uh, but have you saved a set of money? They say no. They say, what? I'm a risk taker, right? I go all in. And then you, you will know that it's a very high risk. Lah. So no matter how safe they are, it's still high risk because they are not protected. Lah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and for the next question, okay, so just sidetrack away just now. So for the next question is that sure. uh, during NS, um, where should I invest? <coughs> like if I want to invest, what can I invest in? So what are your thoughts? What should you invest in during NS? Yeah. Uh, okay. I think firstly, Okay, uh, very simple. Uh, find out how to properly invest in your time and then find out uh, use this time right while you still cannot do much, right? To find out what you can do during NS to help you in your future, especially when you come off NS, right? So uh, for me, right, I'm currently just exploring ways that I want to, uh, or career opportunities or path, right, to mm pursue after I finish NS. Yeah, so that's what I do. La. And then you have to invest in yourself as well. Well, doing that, you're actually investing in yourself to actually learn more and figure out what you can actually do to make the most out of your NS time. Because, yeah, yeah I understand that a lot of people com- uh, not really complain, but they like to say NS really sucks the energy, creativity out of you. I personally felt that, but I think 
yeah. uh, you have to think about it uh, and prioritize what you actually want to achieve, I think, in the okay. in the future to come. Uh. Yeah. Because so two years is, is mm. not very long. Yeah. So this is a, a perspective from a very, very normal um, NSF, right? And you just imagine, right, is that like, for example, like Chen Yu Yu, right, you have already um, got in touch with all this um, exposure, you know, to, you know, self-awareness, you know, and personal finance. So to many people out there that uh, hasn't uh, started, you know, started their journey in, you know, self-discovery and self-awareness. Um, what is the one advice, right, that you would actually give them as yourself? Like, as a stage of, you know, discovering, right? You are, you are it's in, a, in a, along the way of discovering, right? So, what mm. are some of the other advices that, you know, you could actually give the people that haven't started? Uh, okay, I thought about this before. Maybe yeah. I also want to talk about it in one of the videos that I create, right? So, also it's about how to even start, right? A lot of people say they don't know what they like, they don't know what they like to do, they don't know how to start. But I think it's always, they never go and discover, right? I think how I even start, like how for myself, how I even started off, right? It's like, <clears throat> after uh, poly, I realized I have a lot of time to NS. So, during that time, Actually, not even after poly. It's nearing the second semester of my year three. So, last six months of poly, I go search up. Because I went to see uni courses and I realized I don't really like to study. I don't really even like the courses to begin with. Mm. So, I went to search up how to earn money online. I went to search up uh, ways to earn money, all this stuff, so that I could not get a job. Because, uh, thankfully, on the first semester, right, on my last year of poly, I went for internship. Then I experienced the nine to five job. And to be honest, I don't really enjoy it. Lah. Yeah. So exactly. afterwards, then I, yeah, when I realized the things that I don't like, right, then I searched for things that can help me do what I like to do or prevent me from actually doing what I don't like to do. Yeah. And so that's like trying to earn money online. Lah. Yeah. And not go to work and also try to earn money based on, I guess you can say based on my own time and own target. And also not having to uh, uh -huh. follow a certain schedule and stuff like that. I think it's very basic. Like people also like to do this, but they only suffer as much as they can, I think, until they cannot take it. Like, it's like people only avoid pain. So if being comfortable, right, don't help you go and discover things, then I think that's the part where a lot of people get stuck at all. They don't discover a lot of things. Uh, and then, yeah. they are just trapped out at doing what they like and what they feel comfortable in at their current stage. But yeah. I really, I like to say that you need to explore. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? Yeah. For me, uh, for me, okay. Yeah. Is that, there's two parts to what I want to share. Uh, is that, mm. uh, because to many of you out there, especially to my friends in army, because they are personally very close to me, and you all see me from day to day. You know, some people can call me uh, that I talk too much. But then the thing is, it, it doesn't really matter to the fact whether or not they you know, get value added, right? So, yeah. uh, all I want to say is just, just two things. Is that when you want to start off, especially during army days, treat it as a buffer, as a buffer two years. And this is a personal advice that I can give you. 
is that treated as a buffer two years compared to you know the girls and the females that don't have the chance to they don't have a buffer right they after they graduate they go uni after uni they go to work so there's no buffer period but for guys like us we have a buffer so what we can actually do during this buffer right is to really rediscover yourself right so what you have to do is very simple the first part is to start uh, getting to know yourself start investing in yourself start reading books and by you know knowing what you like and what you don't like fair enough so when you start reading yeah. books you start experiencing uh, different uh, perspectives you will know what you want to achieve what you don't want to so I feel that that is very important and then for the next part is that uh, many of you have been thinking that uh, we have been you know too comfortable being uh, in our area right being in our zone you know our zone being comfortable and then we don't step mm. out of our comfort zone to actually try to achieve more and try to you know learn more stuff so I feel that these two parts is super important uh is that first you invest in yourself, second you start, being, you start being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you know, going to networking sessions to know people that's better than you, bigger than you, you know, they're just more than you. So it's just a justification to tell you that uh, you're gaining experience as someone that's lacking of experience and then you are also, you know, learning in the process and you know, getting to know the network of people that could help you in the future during this buffer year. So when you actually graduate or when you actually ORD, right, you have these, you know, resources out there, right, for you to actually utilize. Compared to you spending your army days, right, uh, going, waiting for weekends and then, you know, going to drink and going clubbing, spending money and, you know, in, in camp when you have time, you just sleep, you know, just watch social media, TikTok and all these things. I feel that you can better utilize your time, which is one thing what, what I do personally is that I always bring a book into camp every single day, right? For example, if we if we are gonna get confined, I'll bring two books, right? So it's one way to you know keep me consistently, you know, learning, you know, consistently being uncomfortable. First, tell me honestly, I'm a O level student, right? From Sec Five, going to Poly, and I don't come from a very good school, come from an average neighborhood school, right? So reading doesn't come natural to me. Fair enough. Reading comes mm. uh, very you know, foreign to me and you know, I don't have the habit of reading. But then, my mentor Gabriel, he actually um, let me you know, realize the power of reading, how to convert my knowledge by reading the information and then by act taking actions, then we can make the knowledge become our wisdom where we can value at other people. So, I feel that these, these two parts are super important and it's very, very underrated. So, if you are struggling to, you know, actually know uh, or what should I do during my two years of NS, that is something that maybe you can consider. Because once you start doing, you know, you start moving forward, there will be more ideas and more things that you discover. Uh, that's what I personally feel. And I feel that it will benefit a lot of people by, you know, having this conversation like that. Yeah, that's for sure. Actually, I just thought of something. I think we can, maybe you can create a video as well, right? To talk about the things that NSF can do while being during their NS time. Yeah. I think that would be very good, good content. I think that would be good for those people who are out there. Yeah. yeah. Still in NS. Thinking that they cannot really do much, but actually there's a lot of things you can do while being in NS. Mm. While actually, to be honest, there's a lot of time wasted. Lah. So, Last time is the thing I will do is just bring a book in my assault bag, right? And just whenever you're just sitting down in a very square, I'll just take out and read. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. 
a lot of things are uh, a lot of things. Rush to wait, wait to rush, right? Yeah, to be honest, I realize how true that is. Uh. Yeah. So, um, to all the NSFs out there, if you're currently struggling to, you know, to actually mm-hmm. achieve what you actually want to do, and you have been shrug- struggling to actually, you know, be consistent in what you're trying to do, um, this is the podcast that you should listen to, and as well as the things that you have to look out for. Because as we are personally in the uh, army, and I can share with you a very personal and you know very updated um, actions plan that I've been doing uh, during my NS. And if you're interested, you know, give a comment down below, and then we will see how can we go forward in sharing or doing the another video of exactly what could we do during our NS and being in camp. So let me know down below, and we shall see how. Comment down below. <laughs> okay, so um, and let's go on to the next question. Okay, this podcast wouldn't be so long because I feel that uh, NS is a very big topic to cover, and I feel that you know having this uh, short session can actually build up the momentum where we can have more NSFs to come over and share their experience. Because personally, I have uh some friends that have actually achieved results and you know started off their business during NS. Yeah. So uh, if you're interested, I will bring up these friends for my NSF friends to see that they are the living proof that even during in camp, during your NS days, you can start a business and you can achieve the results that you wanted as long as you're willing to put in the hard work and knowing how to work hard. So if that interests you, you know, just let me know in the comments and I'll, I'll see if I can invite my friends over for the other videos. So for now, uh, the next question is... Oh yeah, wait, wait. Uh. Mm-hmm. Regarding this, uh, uh, will it be like any... When you when you bring those friends in, right, will it like... It, I'm not sure you want to record this part of the podcast, uh, but will it interfere with their rule of moonlighting and stuff like that? Uh, <coughs> Maybe you okay, can talk so about Regarding yeah. moonlighting, right? Okay, so what mm. does moonlighting means is that when you are receiving a salary or a, or a income for working for someone else. Correct? Okay. So when you are actually doing, for example, like uh, you are selling some stuff on carousel, mm. that is not considered moonlighting. Ma. Right? Because it's a one-time thing or a two-time thing. Right? Yeah. So for example, when you're starting off your business, when you're in a NS, what you could do is you can offer your services. You can even do a leveraging on other people's experiences, other people's name, other people's business to actually carve out on your own. Right? So uh, there are a few, there are a few like industries where you can explore. For example, real estate, insurance, right? Social media marketing, uh, a digital agency, these are very easy to start off businesses because during your time in NS, you can actually take the uh, insurance exam, you know, you can prepare for the exam itself until you ORD and then you take the exam. Same goes for the real estate one, right? And then for digital um, marketing, you can actually start off by, you know, don't, you don't even have to offer your own services for others, you can do it for free and you can start on your own portfolio, right? If you're a photographer, right? start shooting for people for free during your weekends, you know, just to build up a portfolio, just ready and just enough before you ORD. And then you can, you know, really have a network to start off your business officially. Right. Some people mm, okay, are okay. famous during, uh, during the NS days. Right. Just talking about um, 
their life, you know, become a YouTuber. It's also a very feasible and a probable um, alternative into starting a business. So definitely that's something that you cannot give a thought to. So one thing that I personally uh, do does always is that I feel that since I read a lot of books, right, giving book summaries is very, very interactive and a very value-adding um, thing that not many people do is by giving book summaries to other people. So yeah. for example, some things that I do is that when I read books, I will have um, my takeaways, right? I do write down my takeaways, my learning points in the books that I've read. So this, uh, actually this summary become very valuable to some people because they don't read the books. And that's what I can offer mm -hmm. to others. So it become an asset to me, a digital asset from every single takeaway that I have actually um, write down in my note, right? So something to think about is that, you know, it's really, really possible to start a business during NS. It's just how you want to do it, right? Because there's a lot of restriction whether or not you can work, you can become a grab driver or a grab food, right? Those are moonlighting because you're working for someone else, right? But when you're working on yourself and investing in yourself, it's very different. Okay, okay. Right. So that that's that's the moonlighting part. And for apart from that, we will go into the next question. Let's go. So the next question is uh, when we <coughs> go right, do you plan to go to a university? Do you plan for you to take a degree? When you are the yes, so do you plan to take a degree after you know you ORD? You want me to answer first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You answer first, huh? Okay, so personally, I already planned before I even enlisted that I will not be going to a university. Uh. I won't. I will not be taking a degree. Uh, simply because of I think. One, one reason. There's a few reasons, but the main reason is basically you don't need a degree to. In the day, in this in today's day and age, you don't even need a degree to, you know, uh, build a lot of wealth. Yeah, if if your idea is to become successful, financially successful, right? You don't need a degree to become financially successful. Yeah, and in some cases, getting a degree might actually hinder you from getting there faster, lah. So, um, that's, that's one thing. The second thing is, uh, I've seen through the degree courses and there's nothing I really like. Uh -huh. uh, thirdly, if, if I want to build wealth fast, right, I probably need to go into business or I need to go into sales and you don't really need a degree for that. So, that's another thing. That I see. There's a lot of reasons why you don't really need to get a degree. But if let's say you want, you're interested in something like so technical, so specialized, then probably a degree is more suitable. Lah. But yeah. in my case, yeah, that's a few reasons I'm not getting a degree. First, I think this is something that I, I think I spoke to some of, you know, our friends over the last week during camp, right? We actually talked about this yeah. big topic about university. So um, there are still people that are, you know, very skeptical and it's okay, they are not wrong because they are doing this based on fear, right? The fear of failure, the fear of missing out. 
So it's still okay for them to feel that they need to take a degree. And whether or not it's worth it, uh, at the end of the day, is how they're going to utilize that uh, certification itself. So for me, uh, how I see this is like what we have mentioned, uh, what we have talked about is that it really depends on how much you need the degree for. Is whether or not the degree will help you carve a career or not. Because if the degree is not going to help you to carve a career in the future, then I don't see a point to do that. Because you see, the opportunity cost for a degree is crazy. right? It's three years and about $40,000 in cost fee for three years. So that amount of time, that amount of money can be better utilized in my opinion into you know, doing something more and you know, achieving more results. Because the truth is like this, is that in today's age, even Google hires, hires based on results. You know, they have coding, uh, coding competitions instead of, uh, are you from Harvard uh, Computer Science? Or are you from, um, let's say, all the Ivy League schools, right? They are not comparing those, right? Today, they are comparing results. So you can be a very normal and average, no, no degree uh, coder, but then you are super good at it. I think Google will hire you. Right. And as well as Apple and you know Disney, Microsoft, they are all looking for result-oriented people into their team instead of the certification. So that is something that you should give a good thought about. Yeah, I think now portfolios are more valuable than actually your certificate. Correct. Exactly, exactly. Which is why even today, you know, photographers, I feel that this is very, very um, lucrative in the sense that you know photographers, right? And videographers. Yeah. Because of the YouTube and you know the Instagram scene, a lot of photographers and YouTube uh videographers and YouTubers, they are not from film school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But then they created so much content for the in for the internet, right, to fit the algorithm. And then they gain success through through that way. So is something that you know is very lucrative in the sense that you don't even have a degree and yet you're making money out of that, right? Just by showing people how you, you know um do uh videography and you know photography shoots, just like the TikTok videos, you know, it's just 15 seconds, you see how amazing they can do. And they're not even professional photographers, they are just you know, enthusiasts and they can actually achieve those results. So I see it's pretty crazy, and you know, it's so lucrative that you know that anybody can do it. Which is something that I proved the point also. Which is why we, uh, that, that time I do the food sense one, right? So food sense is a page that I started off with my girlfriend, right? To just uh, document, you know, our food <laughs> adventures, our, you know, just, you know, a little bit of fun. So uh, it, it's a way, okay, the reason why I started food sense, uh, you, might, you might be shocked, eh, is that. Why? Because uh, the both of us, me and my girlfriend, uh, we become in, indecisive in, what are we going to have for dinner, for lunch, whatever? <laughs> okay. Okay. So we... Interesting reason. Correct. So we will always try new stuff. So this page will encourage us to try new stuff instead of going to eat the usual stuff. Oh, cool. So you got something new to show every time. And then it pushes me to produce that content for food sense itself. And then I document it now. So I say, hey, might as well we just do a very, you know, our POV, right? Unique perspective of how we actually rate the food. And as well as for me, I have a, a passion of, you know, photography. La. 
So I actually take uh, photos of the food itself, you know, just to prove a point, to prove a concept that a very simple photo from someone that didn't even graduate from film school, photography experience, no have, right? Zero. And then I'm an engineer student. But then when you take the photos which are decent, not exactly perfect, decent, and then you put it into the platform, you know, to put yourself in a position to receive, to receive that exposure, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. I think if you see my story, I think I show it's that that picture was about 17,000 views. 18,000 views, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's where you put your photos and how you want to be recognized as uh as a you know as a you know as a expert or a professional, a pro in the industry itself. So it gives me the opportunity. So once once in a while I also get deals lah. That you know, people ask me to do their their cafe or food photography for them. Yeah, on top of the social hey. services, so it's like a top up, right? And people see the result. So that is just a proof of concept and the reason for why I, why I did what I do la, for the for the uh for the food sense. Yeah, so I see it's pretty cool and it's just a proof of concept. Just imagine you dive deep and you go all in, right? You're gonna produce crazy amount of content for you, right? I think it's gonna go pretty well. Yeah. So it's just to prove that you can actually do it uh, no matter uh, whether or not you have experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I think one thing is that it can be proof uh, to a lot of people that you can do, doesn't have to be food also, can be a lot of things that you're interested in too as well. Uh. Yeah, as long as you try to create content, right, for the industry or for the audience of the feel that you're in right i think you can you can make a name la, for yourself la, yeah in where you are yeah mm. so, so do you have any questions so far no questions uh, so far so good so far yeah gotta try to get more comfortable yeah so have you opened, have you opened up your cdp account I think it's kind of ready already. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. If I'm not wrong, I received an email like a few days back only. Yeah. It's okay. ready. I tried to log into my CDP that time. I cannot. Yeah. I got a problem. I don't know why. I'm still figuring it out. So for all the NSFs out there. So if you guys don't know what's a CDP account, it's basically a Singapore trading account. And it's something that you guys should consider opening during your NS days while you still can. But if you are 18 and below, means you're enlisting early, you need your parents' uh, consent. But if you are above 18, you can actually open up the account right now. And it's very simple and it's easy to do. So open it and you know you can start your investing journey, uh, you know, ASAP during your NS days. Yeah. Yeah. It takes less than 30 minutes. Uh, it's worth it. Uh. Yeah. All right, so I think that will be the end of this podcast and I'm very thankful that Chen you are here you know, joining me. So thank you so much for your time wow. and being here you know, just to provide a perspective for the rest of the people to the micro, you know, to share your you know, two cents on the, uh, on the topic today. So I think that will be all. And if you guys have not subscribed to the channel and you guys have not, um, actually listen to the other episodes, go ahead and listen them as I'll be sharing more and more valuable knowledge and experiences to you guys. And then I 